0: Derek. Hey Trey. Dude it is Monday mid-morning and we are knocking out episode 34 of the Beyond the Curve the MX podcast. I think we might have our stuff together this week. Yeah it's been a good week. It was a good week. We are gonna talk about Dade City. Dade City. We're gonna throw in some uh, FTR. Uh, my nephew went up to the mid east and did the uh, buddy race and had a blast up there. By the way, North Carolina is looking beautiful at this time of year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, this Florida sunshine and warmth that we're experiencing—if you just crack out of the the border a little bit—you get some fall weather. Yeah. So, uh, episode thirty four of the Beyond the Curve the MX podcast. Uh, that is Derek Schaefer. I am Trey Heath, and boy, what a weekend of motocross racing shenanigans, festivities! It was a poppin' weekend in Florida for the uh, world of off-road racing dirt bikes.
1: Yeah, now it was a this weekend was a blast. Um, you were out and then enjoyed it with us. Yes, and, I did. Um, kids, our kids brought home some serious hardware. But, yeah, um, we'll get started with the um, last week, a couple weeks ago, we had talked about a rider going down. Yeah. And um, he was in the hospital, a big part of the motocross community. We actually lost him last week. So, yeah. a lot of the rides this weekend were dedicated to that um, for his memorial. And there's a lot to come on that yet, but uh, it's a shitty tragedy in the sport.
0: So. and I will tell you I actually on my personal Facebook page uh, being that I was able to be out there I did some very amateur video stuff and I've got some funny <laughs> things of from the pumpkin race which we'll talk on yeah. but on that I, I shot a picture and a video of the memorial lap which is a yeah. kind of a, a thing that happens in the motocross world and you want to talk about a group of people <coughs> excuse me riding every bike didn't matter if it was a peewee a pro a quad they do a slow lap around the track and it was kind of a i don't emotional is too easy but it was
1: wow it's a moving yeah it's a moving a moving, a moving it, tribute so i did the lap i just jumped on our r110 real quick and um did a lap with my kids and yeah it's a. Yeah. Uh, even riding the lap,
0: you're riding it for a different reason. Because yeah. so, you're yeah. not riding the lap. You're just cruising the track that was this guy's home track. And uh, he meant a lot. When, you, when the owner of the track gets up to speak, um, I actually videoed the riders meeting as well. Correct. And um, when the owner of the track gets up to speak and talks in those eloquent terms about the gentleman that passed away mm-hmm. you know it meant something
1: yeah i'm gonna i got a video edit that i'm gonna put together today on everything so um it'll all be on there it might be a couple different edits because it's we got a we got a lot of footage from the yeah. weekend so yeah it's all on there uh randy yoho at dade city was you know extremely good friends with uh, robert noah who passed away here so um we got the riders meeting because we were up there giving away some helmets. Kind of, kind of in honor of that, and um, just to to give back. Yeah. Because we haven't really done any kind of giveaways at Dade City, so we wanted to give back while we were there. And um, yeah, it's a it's been a hard. It's been a hard week. It was a it was a fun week, but it, yeah. it's been a hard week as well, just for everybody
0: involved. Especially just because you hate losing anybody. He was a a vet rider, um, but. His honor and and the racing went on. I saw some guys running around with pinned on number twenty two because yeah. that was his number uh, pinned on their jerseys. Um, that was the number that the riders chose for the class for the, the one art. of the one of the helmet yeah. designs. Um, so there was a there was a lot of poignancy to uh, his m- memory this weekend. Yeah, stickers and,
1: uh, on all the bikes. That, yeah, you know they gave out stickers at dade we all slapped the bikes with uh, some robert notes stickers and we we all dedicated the racing to him so
0: and i want to i also want to thank randy for letting me be me and act the fool and i pretty much had unfettered access to just walk around this weekend and and i mean i was jumping pumpkins and kids and trying to chase down stuff so (laughs) I'd, i'd like to thank randy and and i know a lot of people have mixed emotions with randy but this weekend i was on randy's good side and i want to thank him for letting me just kind of just do what i wanted to do and and have fun through our media side of what we're trying to do with just expanding yes we're diving into pro racing but but that you don't become pro until you've been an amateur Mm -hmm. and this weekend was literally about the fun of motocross
1: yeah it was it was an absolute blast we'll tear into it because like um we had our pits all set up we yeah. were decorated it looked like a, a pro outfit there this weekend um you know we we teamed up with 53 graphics this weekend and decided to give away a full custom helmet paint job and then we picked Robert Noah's number well the fan base picked yeah. uh, Robert Noah's number for we we decided to draw a random class um out of all the racing and the overall winner got uh their name and number painted on a helmet um i53 graphics full custom name number um some lettering stuff like that um so that was really cool to to be able to do that i could have entered that class
0: yeah that would have been yeah. my class sure could have yeah, yeah. could have got some the no jump class
1: yeah.
0: i mean that's what how cool is that like that's pretty cool
1: we want to do it uh danny and i have 53 graphics uh, we want to do that class just once just to it's hard. It would be hard as a...
0: Of someone who jumps? Yeah, as a faster hard. pace yeah. to
1: check up on every jump. You know, we talk about doing this every week. We're going to do it soon just to give it a try. But it was a, you know, that's how we started the night off. We did some giveaways. There was lots of giveaways there this weekend and um, lots of festivities to be had. It was yeah. it was a blast.
0: Well, the, the future of motocross was having fun while racing motocross this weekend yeah, yeah. and between the kids and it's a long night. It's one of the longer nights. Even Randy even mentioned in, in the riders' meeting, we're trying to cram a lot in tonight yep. and there were good gates. It was great gates. I don't even know how many, how many classes were there? 24, 24 think... with full with two full motos yep. and a costume contest and three pumpkin races all mixed in. By the way, I got home at one twenty Sunday morning. Yeah. And uh, part of that was my fault because I left the backpack in our pro rider's van and had to meet him on the interstate. But nonetheless, um, it was a long night. Long night, lots of fun. And we're going to dive in because I think, I think our fan base, our group, our people that enjoy the podcast, I think they would enjoy knowing, like, there was – it was good solid racing and that's what Randy and I were actually talking about was well beyond the stupidity of the pumpkin race we were actually talking about how hard it is to you've raced a moto you're going to go have some fun and and uh we uh you're going to go have some fun and then you got to turn around and turn it back on and go race a second moto yeah,
1: yeah it was uh, it's it's always wild yeah. Come the Halloween weekend, um, the pumpkin race is gnarly. Like we did it, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Yeah. But it's fun for everybody to come together. It's always a, a packed house, and it was. Um,
0: we had the the Lawrence brothers were there. I mean, it, it's cool. It's cool that they came out and they they give back. They give back. I mean, <clears> they're they were there. They were probably there for what thirty five forty minutes. Yeah. And but they're there. They're walking around. And they're normal people. They had on their sponsored shoes. They had on their sponsored hats. They're probably wearing a sponsored shirt. You couldn't really tell unless you're really in the industry that they're mm-hmm. probably wearing clothes that they're required to wear. Yeah. But they're walking around amongst the kids judging costumes. And they're just there. They're having fun. They got a smile on their face. And they do their thing. And guess what? They're not required to stay and hang out because this is their break—the only break they get—and they probably would rather be somewhere over in Europe on vacation right now, or back maybe back home in Australia. But they're here, and they—they give back. I mean, there was another pro rider that made an appearance at the riders' meeting. Yeah, RJ Hampshire was there, and and I thought that was cool, and it was like. Dude, tonight you had three guys that were at the motocross the nations a couple weeks ago, and they're sitting at the Dade City track, mm-hmm. hanging out. And no, I I think that's, I think it's very honorable that that they take the time. Yes, they all live around here, but they're not required to get up on a Saturday night and come hang out at a amateur motocross race.
1: No, no, that's a, they do the ride day at Dade City. Uh, the Lawrence brothers do like they they give back um as much as they can because there there is a business aspect to professional racing that a lot of people don't know yeah and um they are restrained from doing things unfortunately yeah. but they 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 have restrictions um but they still they showed up the kids you know go crazy when they're there RJ was there for the the riders meeting yeah. um all the kids got to see RJ Hampshire standing up right in front of them and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, they are
0: um, believe it or not, they actually wake up and they put pants on and shoes on. and Yeah, they look like humans. They're normal people. They're just really damn good at what they do. Yeah. And um, I tell you, it, I know that everything is so private now. But honestly, if they would allow people to come out and watch them train, I think it would deter a lot of kids or motivate a lot of kids one way or the other Yeah. of this is what it's actually like like the life in a day or day in a life what, dyslexia a day in a life of this is really what it's like we go get up this is what i'm allowed to eat for breakfast mm-hmm. and then i go do my training and then i do more training and then we eat lunch and we may do some gym or something else and then oh by the way i sit around because i'm got to recover for the next day yeah i'm not going to the mall i'm not going to the i'm relaxing
1: i'm not rich and doing whatever i want
0: all day long it is a job yeah it's a job and 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 i think it would be so cool if that aspect of the we see the we see the lights we see the we see them as humans hanging out we have no idea what they did on that saturday
1: yeah probably just hung out like a human watch yeah they get very minimal time to just relax
0: and so I think it that would be a really cool aspect that I wish we could dive in I know the training is secret but guess what guys we all know what you do now yeah I don't need to go into your blood test I don't need to go into that yeah but that's the part where I would love for us to crack that nut and just be like what's it like for Justin Starling for um jet what's it like for those guys in the grind Mm -hmm. by the way is this what you want to do yeah or you can just have fun and ride the bike but if you want to do it this way this is what it takes yeah and and it's not as glamorous we see the glamour i mean when you see two professional riders walking around with red bull hats on they've earned it Mm -hmm. it's kind of like earning a rolex you don't you don't just get one you earn it yeah you don't get those hats you earn them yep so no it's cool very cool experience but where do you want to dive in first on on the dade city extravaganza <laughs> you just get into
1: the racing we we had our our rider island once in there um he ran the open money class there um Ryland took a little bit of getting used to the the dade city atmosphere oh he looked rough yeah uh you gotta their practice was extremely short um i've have, I have a little edit of him going down he blow, blew out a turn pretty hard so i we did catch that on video um but he went out moto one and he's still trying to figure out the track with the short practice and how soft it is and it's a different soil consistency yeah. compared to pretty much any other track you're gonna ride It breaks down very softly other times you'll see that track hard but you you get down into the soft stuff and um, so Ryan took a little bit of adjusting to get used to that. I don't remember what position he ended up. In. I think he was like fifth or sixth in moto one. Hey, I don't remember. It was,
0: it was, he got a, I, I appreciate this. He is a professional card carrying AMA professional writer. Mm-hmm. He comes in, we let him do his download. We interview him and he wants to ask you and I, Hey guys, can you help me? What did I do wrong? And I'm, i'm thinking, why are you asking me i mean i'm gonna give you my opinion because yeah. yes I'm not a good writer, but I study it. I know what good writing looks like, and I told him he looked a little he looked a little tentative on the insides, yeah, and I know that's what he wanted to work on, but he looked tentative, and I told him I'm like you bailed on the start like you you were i don 't know if you were getting the whole shot, but you could have gotten a better start, you bailed. Yeah, so we, and, <laughs> we we
1: together made an executive decision to start all the way on the inside. And um, I told him right off the bat, this is going to be a very big risk. Like, you have to be first to the turn or you get pinched. Yeah. So he got pinched. Um, I don't think he realized how much execution he really needed to get that yeah. start. But then he, he just... Rode the race timid, and we, you know, we talked about yeah. that at first. It's it, even I
0: was a professional; they still struggle with these things. Like, well, it's not, it's not, a, it's not his normal track. No, it's not his normal training. I mean, <laughs> we'll be quite honest. He trains up in North Florida on a Supercross style track and mm-hmm. a different soil base. So you come down to someone's home, and guess what? They don't want to give up that home, and he rode tentatively but the best part was he came off he had a smile on his face he was having fun he's like i feel like i rode pretty good once i got over the timidness and he's like but there's just nowhere to make passes per se because you kind of get in that line and yeah but he was fine and i'm like you're training and he's like yeah i'm good but we do have he's not our rider but he's Kind of our adopted son, Caleb. <laughs> he was having a field day. He was having a blast. Yeah, Caleb Caleb rode well this weekend.
1: Um, home track, but he you know, he practiced it Thursday, so he he knew what the track was like. You know, Rylan come in from a with a blind eye. Yeah. But yeah, Caleb Caleb rode well and um he was having fun. He rode the one twenty five open and or the one twenty five money class and the, the open
0: money. Yeah, he was doing great in the 125 first moto. I look back, and I'm all of a sudden seeing this guy at the base of a tabletop. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what will happen? That's that's, that's our guy. That's our, that's our dude there. And he falls over. He gets up, starts riding. He comes back. He's even smiling after the crash. And I'm like, dude, you're leading the race. And he's like, my hand came off the throttle. I literally, <laughs> I'm like how does your hand come off the throttle like you're holding on he's like i don't know but i'm guessing that's good that he was loose on the bike and he was too loose yeah caleb (laughs) caleb flows like he
1: he's one to just he's got like a deegan style he just throws that bike all over the place it doesn't matter he'll send it into any corner
0: he threw it a little too hard yeah he threw it too hard on the face (laughs) of the
1: jump and lost his hand completely yeah but you know, stupid little mistake, but he he still had fun doing it. Um he took that 125 out there and was just ripping that thing. And, and
0: it was it was fun seeing and I'm going to I'm going to say this publicly cuz we've talked we've talked so it's not private. When Caleb was on our podcast, I told him point blank I wasn't really sure about Derek mentoring him because I thought Derek might be wasting his time. I didn't appreciate some of the choices Caleb had made and Through that mentorship and some choices that Caleb has decided to make, I have seen a difference in that that two months. Um, And I am impressed and I even grabbed Caleb and we talked for a while and, and I told him, I know it's not complete, but your transition from being this just a racer who goes and hangs out to I want to give this a go. There was a big change there, and and Caleb and I actually sat down and talked about Mm -hmm. it. And he ran two classes in the mix in both classes. Um, Let's put it this way. He made more money than than, than, uh, our rider made. Mm -hmm. And he didn't look tired. By the way, we've got to keep talking to him about his clothing etiquette. He has a very wonderful physique. (laughs) <laughs> but we got to get a shirt on the guy No he, he's not a shirt guy <laughs> Every single time we want to interview him Hey please, can you please go put on a shirt And my wife said Well if he's really that good looking Let him do his interviews with a shirt on I'm like it's not the image we're trying to portray <laughs> <laughs> But no he, he he was He was fun Had the energy And that I want you to keep working on that part of it Because he looked He looked fine at the end of the night yeah. Two hard motos. He was in costume. He did the pumpkin run. He did, and he looked fine. And it's like, okay, okay, we're making changes now.
1: Yeah, you're you're seeing the what I've seen. Then um, obviously, you only seen him ride the one time. I I watched him week after week yeah. after week, and watched the struggles and seen the potential. And um, the kid's the nicest kid on the. I mean, t- between him and Rylan, it's ridiculous.
0: Dude, they smile. They're, I will tell you, and I know we're kind of jumping around, but these are poignant conversations. I am not. I haven't been in this side of the industry. Mm-hmm. Listening to Rylan and Matt, which was, as he put in my phone, Rylan's man friend, that's how he put his number in, um, in my phone, listening to them tutor, mentor, Guide Caleb on his next steps I thought dude and they're smiling they're having a good time they kind of accepted him into their mix and I thought this this could be fun like it's gonna be frustrating as hell oh, yeah. I mean I was frustrated as hell all night because I want the best for all of them and um, we're gonna dive into <laughs> us making fun of Rylan later for getting super cross, but um I love the fact that Rylan was an open book to Caleb and said, Hey, I've, I've been here. Let me, they had names who you need to contact the AMA, mm-hmm. not, not just do this. You need to contact this person at Feld. You need to contact this person. And I'm like, man, they're like, they're giving him the steps. Yeah. And I thought that was, that's the paying it forward. And I'm very happy that we have Rylan with us, and I'm very happy that we have a mentorship with, with Caleb. I mean, he has a sponsorship, but that mentorship, because he does more with your kids too. It's not just he just happens to be hanging out with us, but they accepted him as not a competitor, but more of what can we do to help you.
1: Yeah, so Caleb rides for Future MX, and they they do a wonderful job with him. They, they've given him the opportunity, and, you know, I full-heartedly thank them for everything mm-hmm. that they do for him. Um, but, like, I step in as the, the overseeing father of the kid, you know. Yeah. Um, his dad, his mom are always there. Um, yeah,
0: they're super supportive. It's not – Yeah, you're no, not it's not that. that. It's yeah. not
1: that. It's just like the – the guidance and the friendship, and you know, Caleb stays with us on the weekends, but he also, though I'm working with him, he works with my kids. Yeah. My kids look up to him. He, they're like an idol, he's an idol to them. So, uh, you know, I got the pictures from the weekend, and Caleb gets just as excited when Bowen pulls a hole shot or, you know, Oakley gets a second place. Like, he was ecstatic about the way that our kids rode this weekend, and, um, that's what I love about the kid, and that's why I'll do anything no, he's to a, get him to that next level.
0: I also like the fact that he's – I'm, I'm going to blow my hair. I also like the fact that he's not ashamed that he's balding at 21 years old. So I'm, I'm 20. 20. He's 20, only 20. 20. But it, it happens. It happens. Wear it. Be proud. McElrath has made quite a career. Baggett was not bad, and they, bald, they balded. They went bald early. Yeah. I don't know the actual verbiage for that. But, no, I was – Never had to worry about it. But those first motos, yeah – caleb rode well rylan rode tentatively but you could see because i've never actually gotten to see rylan ride yeah
1: he's still very smooth like,
0: yeah oh uh, man it was i was watching him hit jumps and i'm like that's just a nice style yeah, it's R- just a nice rylan style.
1: is not a hard rider you will yeah. ne- so caleb and rylan are very very opposite um Caleb will ride hard, and you'll hear his bike rev. You'll never hear Ryland's bike rev.
0: Well, it's a Deegan Hunter thing. Yeah, I mean, they ride they
1: ride differently. And even though Ryland was not at pace, he was very very smooth. Yeah. Everything was consistent um, in Moto One. Uh, Moto Two got a little bit hairy with all the bar banging and uh, the Dade City shenanigans. But
0: that's hey, that's part of being
1: know, an interloper, as they yeah, call it. But um. There there was nothing wrong with the way that he rode at all. No. But you can tell that he is a professional rider. Um, he tries to keep it very clean. He's
0: not a Barsha. He's a And hey my God, dude. <laughs> you want to talk about professional riders. Come watch him go through his process. We were talking to him and he's warming up. He's eating. He's Yeah. He he has his routine and he has good guidance. He is he has great guidance um through coaching and different things, and he has his routine and I ask him what he hey you want to go get dinner?" He goes why well, I, I bought dinner with me okay
1: well, we'll oh yeah, Brian wanted to cook for oh, everybody yeah. oh, he he's had, like no i'm I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring my own so. he had he
0: had his food and and he it's just a difference it's just a difference and and I know you can say, well, he didn't do very good at Dade City it's okay it's okay he's fine we're it's it's October. We haven't even dove into the training,
1: per se. Rylan and I even talked, and I said, this is not important.
0: Yeah,
1: Don't go get hurt. Like, the important ones are coming very quickly. So, it's just fun. We're training. We're having fun. We're here to practice.
0: So, we talked about the pro boys. What about the Schaefer kids?
1: Saturday wasn't the best. Um, Took a couple gnarly crashes. Seems to be a, a thing on Saturday nights. I don't know, but... You need to get him some, like, amber lenses so you yeah. can see all the holes. I guess. Like, the, Bowen was riding I don't know how many compliments we got this weekend on the kids riding. He was on freaking rails. So the switch has flipped. Uh, like I said, Cole Bradford has
0: been working with him. Mm. And whatever. Can we divert for a second? Yeah. I had the opportunity to come out and watch yeah. the training session um, hosted by Lindsay and John C. Mm-hmm. And, uh, got to meet Cole. Wonderful legs, by the way. (laughs) He does not look like a typical motocross guy. Like he's... He's stocky. Yeah, he's a stocky guy. But his rapport with the kids, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like he is, whether or not he makes it, he has a rapport with kids and not putting up with their stuff, but hey, this is what we're going to do. And he's Mm -hmm. a young guy too. Mm -hmm. And... That was so much fun. Um, Sorry I ruined your pit bike. You still haven't washed it yet. Yeah, I know. I I will take it home and wash it. (laughs) But uh, as a side note, I ruined an outfit because I forgot the turn to leave to get out of the place and end up in a mud hole. But with my off-road skills, made it through. Made it out. Made it through. But, no, I want to thank you for and John and Lindsay for having me out because it was really, really cool. Um, um, That was neat to see. So... I really had a full week of motocross stuff, off-road motocross, because I got to come watch them train, Yeah, got to watch them race, went to a race. So, I mean, good weekend. But, yeah, talk about talk about what he's doing with the kids. Yeah, you
1: kind of lived the day in the life of – or yeah. a week in the life yeah. of how we run it. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, Cole is fantastic with the kids, and um, he's really found some kind of switch that's, that has flipped Bowen to the, the next side. So – you know not just talking to our kids he's i hear this many many times about him with any kid you just got a way to connect with them and it's working and then you know we're fortunate enough that we got we got Cole during the week we have caleb on the weekends um and we got just the, the family that we've built at the track that our
0: kids have more support than they know what to do with so i have a question for you as a moto dad yeah because we see that relationship with the moto dads which is i'm gonna Touch on a little later, but um, is is there a point where you have Cole, and whether it be Cole or someone <clears throat> else, and you have Caleb at the track who helps him, and they talk to him, and they look up to him, and at some point, do you just become mechanic and cheer, or do you still internally want that role of well, I'm actually the facilitator? Like, how how do you judge that? i if they don't need me they don't need me like
1: that's fine i they still come to me if there's an issue you know they're not gonna they're not gonna go to them if you know they're crying or something like that but um whatever helps these kids get to the next level i am fine with um I, I still critique, you know, we, I give the fist bumps when, when they win and, you know, they do good, they put a good ride in. You know, I, if I got a critique, I will. But if they're not looking up to me and they got somebody else to look up to, then that's fine too. I I have full hearted faith in both of these guys. Um, I, I tell Caleb all the time, like, go up to the line with them. They, they want me there, too, so yeah. that's fine. But they want Caleb up there. If they want to listen to Caleb, Caleb, they're all yours Yeah. because it doesn't matter to me as long as they're having fun and they're getting the knowledge that they need. And obviously, whatever we're doing is working because, yeah, you watch Bowen Ride. Um, I don't know how many compliments we got yesterday. Uh, we, we are friends with uh, another family that their kid is extremely fast on a PW. <laughs> and Bowen was giving him a run for his money. And they come over, and they're like, what are you doing with that kid? Like, he wants it. I'm like, that's that's it right there. The the boy now wants it. He's putting in the time. All he talks about is dirt bikes. All he wants is dirt bikes. So whatever it takes to unlock that, I am perfectly fine with. I don't need to be the one that does it. I, I, I can – eat pride and know that I'm not the one that can get them there because they're my kids. I'm dad, I'm not the trainer. Yeah. I'm not the the idol. Um and I'm fine with that. Like these boys have some potential in life, you know, they started early, especially Bowen. He started real early. So on the path that he's on, you know, there's there's a future to be had there and that's not always me that's going to get them there. There's it takes a team. Can so. we can
0: we can we I I love the praise and I was actually there and got to see it and it, it was fun. But can we talk about Bowen's mini mini starts?
1: That's we're still trying to figure out and I've talked with Cole on this and Caleb both. Like we're trying to figure out how to it's a whole different bike. So Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a motocross bike versus a Backyard peewee yeah. bike. and the the power difference is incredible. So there's a lot of kids that actually have this issue is when they hit the power band. On those bikes, they stop, and they let off the throttle. So we're still trying to figure out how to unlock the the comfortability of hitting that power band and
0: keeping in it, yeah. where obviously right now we're not. No, because he started, and I was like, oh, cool, good start. Yeah. You got and halfway he, down straightaway. Put both feet out and was like, hey, dude, we are Hawaiian boating this thing to yep. the first turn. And it was like, no, man, you're good. Like, you're good.
1: Yeah, and we don't know. I can't figure out a way to unlock
0: that. And then he raced the race, and he was fine, but he was so far behind. Yeah, it's too late that it's at like, that point. He just raced the race, and he rode fine. He rides the bike fine. it's like, dude, just stay on the gas. Like, it, you, you make it to that first corner. The brakes are the same, everything. You got a little more power. Yep. And I was just like, as someone from... I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Why are you putting your feet on the ground? Why
1: are you stopping? <laughs> yeah. 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 It, yeah, it's because it's I,
0: I watch him on his P-Dub, and he's like cruising in, and he goes in, and he's, he's in the mix. And it's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just... You yep. all go ahead. I'm going to get started. I mean, it looked like me at some of the starts of my hair scrambles. Like, the crowd would go, and I'd be like... That looks really messy. I'll just pass these guys later.
1: Yeah, and you know, like this week when you watch training, that's the first week we've actually mm-hmm. worked on starts. So yeah. that's going to be more of a topic for me on training every week. Is we're gonna we got to start working on starts because Oakley needs them too. Um,
0: I don't know. I was watching Oakley starts at practice this week. He was Dang. figuring it yeah, out. Figuring but it out.
1: at the race, it's when they all start funneling together. That's. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Um, we're. St- I don't know that it's the power of the bike. So, Bowen still hasn't got the power down on the bike. But he watches P-Dub's funnel, but it's like he knows that he can beat them. Yeah. And he's got a lot of fast guys on the minis coming in. So, I don't know if it's the funnel that's scaring them both out just a little bit. But I got a video of him Sunday, and I'll show it to you. That that start is ridiculous on the PW.
0: Hey, why don't we just get him? There was a couple kids that were on the outside in different motos ripping the berm yeah and i was like honestly it kind of looks fun like Mm -hmm. they were just ripping the berm and i'm like and they were coming out two three and i'm like not a bad not a bad way to go no one's there because everybody's trying to go to the inside and these kids were just ripping the outside that's how
1: caleb started all yesterday it was outside and he pulled every hole shot just screaming just ripping the outside and if that berm seemed to hold all night yeah but that's also gonna that's where the speed has to be unlocked of the bike yeah. because he's still gonna get in when you're ripping you're when it hits that power band stage that's when you're you're coming around that yeah. corner and that's when he's gonna bow off of the bike a little bit and that's I need to just get him down to a field like. I want to get them to your house, but then we got the you got all the ruts and stuff, so we got to watch. Yeah. We need a field we can just.
0: Actually, I've got a couple straight lines yeah, that we can burn. Just let them yeah. unlock yeah. the
1: the feeling of what it's like for that bike to actually we take could, off.
0: We could run the tractor through there and just do a just straight, a straight line, line
1: yeah. and and get that feeling unlocked. And I'll ride beside him on the 110 and just yeah let it let him feel what it's like for yeah. that bike to actually feel like it's starting to come up. Yeah, and... we could
0: start at the barbed wire, come all the way back to the hill. Yeah, and just let him run there yep. and it'd be fine we and then do that. hit
1: the brakes to slow down yep. like he's yep. got co-worked cool th- this week they did the braking and he's got the braking figured out now so he knows if he needs to stop you just slam it and yeah i think we're now at the point that i can take him and open that bike wide open and i think that's the only real thing holding him back is
0: knowing how fast it actually goes yeah well so, we could we could make that work pretty yeah. easily actually um so, we made it through the first motos. Do we want to do second motos and then the fun, or do we want to go in order of the events?
1: Let's go how the, how the races went. I mean, okay. it was...
0: So, moto two. So, we're going to... In the middle, there was this amazingly fun time, but we're going to go to moto two, and then we'll jump into the fun part. So, yep. moto twos. So, little kids, little kids are going, and we got the pros. How did Bowen and Oakley do? And what's funny is you're you hear bikes you're used to hearing bikes you're used to hear we interviewed our guys we actually had to pause because there was a moto getting ready to start yep. and i can't remember if it was caleb or rylan like should we wait for a moment and we're like yeah and all you hear is
1: especially the two-stroke classes
0: and so we're waiting but um let's start with the let's start with the little guys because i'm you almost miss oakley's moto because There's nothing. It's dead silent. It's dead silent. Yeah, we're running that
1: mini E class, and them E bikes, all you hear is chain chatters. Yeah. And it's cool, but the place is so silent. It's It's just, except for the screaming and hollering. I mean, you get to. What's cool about that class to me, uh, you know, not just talking about our kids, just everybody, it's you actually hear what a motocross event is like yeah. at those because the cheering that goes on during those is it's, it's a blast. But, um, the, the one hard part about it is if you don't see crashes, you don't, you don't know yeah. because they're not making any damn sound. So, but no our, like I said, our kids had a, a rough night. Um, that one was r- riding crazy. And then uh, he ended up going down again and Oakley put in a solid ride for his second, second race um second race ever really um so i have
0: absolutely no complaints on on saturday night out of those two um i do want to give a shout out to the kid that won the i don't know what the classes are broken down but the first gate drop up he dub the dude had on the lumberjack gear
1: it, i'm trying to think who it would have been I think uh, number, th- uh, th-
0: number not number 30 easton laterno i don't know whoever he had lumberjack gear on and he was ripping on a P-dub.
1: Well, Keller was the bike. Do you know?
0: It was blue.
1: I'll think about it. Okay. I'll, I'll look it up. But, like, Easton Latarno is a big um, – he was a Loretta's kid. He actually – congratulations to Easton for winning our custom helmet. Ah. Um Okay. I was going to give a shout-out on that later. But while we're talking on it, he's he, – I think he's head of the points in that, in
0: that class. And the, the boys fast. He was at Loretta's this year. They were ripping. It's funny because – there is a there is a difference in riding levels and they were the first group and i just thought it was hilarious like he was out there in the in the old lumberjack gear and yeah. it was like all right and he's hanging off the back getting ready to go over oh, the rollers yeah. and i'm like
1: all right then yeah those those boys are bigger than than mine yeah. and it's it's funny to watch those those big boys on oh no, there they just they sit on the back of them things and just let
0: it eat yeah they're I mean, hang, they're hanging and, Yeah. and uh but it's fun. It, it was fun. So, so Bowen and Oakley both had okay nights. They both survived, able to race on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and they, they put in good effort. Like yeah. they, I, like I said, I cannot complain about the riding at all. It's Bowen wanted it. He yeah. he dug. He wanted it. He went down. He still fought back. You know, we ended. I think he ended up fifth overall out of there was like fifteen of them. So he still rode well, but yeah. um
0: But not every night's gonna be. A he great night. he
1: didn't even. Ex- ex- Hit his expectations, so you know it was it was a little bit rough, but um, the riding like the riding
0: was an A plus. So then let's jump to let's jump to Caleb in the 125 class because after going down in the first moto and then recovering, he goes out for the second moto and does what Caleb does. Yeah, he rode
1: just he he dominated that one. I mean, um, Caleb pulled his full send and. He went out and he he he, ride, he rides like Caleb does. Yeah. Um, it w- it was it's always fun to watch him ride. Um, sometimes he rides mad. Sometimes he just rides pace, and you never know what you're getting out of him. But it's always going to be a phenomenal ride, regardless. So.
0: Well, he was making that that 125 stink when he. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oof. I mean, he was riding it. Yeah.
1: And those things don't have much power. The, the kid rides a uh, Future MX450. On a daily basis. yeah. So if going that
0: to a 125, it's a whole other ballgame. But uh, good night for him, second overall. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the money class, which I really appreciated Randy's explanation of that. And what was funny is the little kids were the ones saying, no, don't do it, don't do it. And I'm like, wait, you guys don't pay to come in here anyway. Yeah. It's not here. <laughs> yeah. it's mom and dad that are paying. Like, yeah. But I – Really appreciated his openness about the explanation of those extra fees to have classes like that. Yeah. And I thought it was a good draw. There was some good riding going on. Um, honestly, I had invited Justin Starling to come ride it. And he told me, he's like, dude, right now I'm supercross or off-road? Mm-hmm. I don't have motocross stuff. I don't have, like, right now it's... Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I completely understand, but just want to let you know, since you're in town... You're yeah. literally come up here, just trying to steal some cash. And he told me, no, I'm super crosser off-road right now. I'm, hey, cool. Like, I appreciate that there's a schedule. Yeah. And so, second moto, we had, as we said in our first uh, analysis, Ryland, dude, you've got to stay on. I basically said, you need to stay on the gas three more rotations. Um, That was my explanation. Well, he goes out and rips the whole shot, and there's about seven bike links in front, coming through the first corner.
1: Yeah, we we had our same talk, and um, we're coming up, and I, I I just pulled Oakley off the gate, or his race just finished, so I, I got his bike on the stand. I ran over Island, and he's looking at Gates, and um, he was already on the left hand side where he started originally. And we talked right before that; he thought he was going to start either closer to the dog box on the left or we were gonna start on the right side of the gate and pull the turn the whole way around. So he's like, I think I can do this. And I'm like, let's have this talk again. You have got to be first. Yeah. And he's like, I got this start. And when you're a rider at that level, you're I mean, at any level, I know I that's how I am too. When you're on the gate you're in the zone. And he's like, I got this start. I'm like, All right, let's do it. You know? I'm I'm ready. Yeah. So we we did our talk and um, that boy did it. He I did mean, it. he he come into that turn hot and then just pulled. It, it might have been some carnage along the way, but um, he pulled out of that thing scotch free and had had he rode a a solid moto with without some of the incidents, yeah. I think he would uh, he'd he took that one for sure. But I
0: don't know if he even would have won because he even said to us after the kind of the breakdown mm-hmm. afterwards. Of, yeah. He really wished he would have focused more on, well, he wished he would have focused more on his inside insides. Yeah. Um, he kind of was riding the flow of everybody around him.
1: The outsides were getting pushed out a lot yeah. on that track and they were loose. And, uh, like I said, I got the video of him blowing out a berm on the outside. But with as tight as the track was, the outsides were holding more speed. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell, but yeah, he blew out.
0: I think he blew out two or three times. Just oh, he yeah, he missed a couple. Like he uh, overshot stuff and blew out and had to. and he kind of faded back, but he still was riding well and in it. Yeah. Um, the best part was, which we will talk about, was Caleb had kind of gotten into the mix where he was, mm-hmm. and when the event happened that we're going to discuss, and we're not critiquing. I'm not. We're not blowing. We basically said. At the end, uh, you do this stuff professionally. You don't guard your insides. He's like, <laughs> dude, I didn't get supercrossed. I got T-boned. Yeah. And yeah. lo and behold, we actually found video. He did get T-boned. Oh, yeah. We thought he got supercrossed. Like someone had come pushed in, out. pushed him out, and did a, no, no, he got T-boned. And, but he told me, he's like, I should have protected my insides. Mm-hmm. And he said, I just didn't even think about that that was possible. And the guy came from a long way away, got him, cut the corner, got him. The coolest thing is, as a professional, he was, it's all right.
1: Yeah. It's okay. He's like, you know, that, that was a it was a gnarly <laughs> hit, and it it, it sucked. And we all said, you know, that's it's Dade City Racing. And then it,
0: from the kid learning, Caleb says, I wish I was wearing a GoPro. Do you want me to go fight him? <laughs> and so, that's our next step is now teaching Caleb, no, no, like, that's not how we're going to yeah. handle this. But Caleb was Caleb was protecting Big Brother. Like, yeah. I saw it. I saw it happen. You got cleaned out.
1: It, it was awesome to see those two together. Yes. Like, yes. Um, the whole night, just the talking and the riding together and getting to race each other. Yeah. Um It's like watching all the steps in motion come into play. Yeah. And it, it was it was really fun. Um, I I texted them both, and we both. I mean, all three of us agree that that's probably one of the best races we've been at in a long time. It's just the atmosphere is fantastic, and
0: it was a great night. There was a great crowd, was, good yeah. crowd. It, it was, it was just fun, all
1: around fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Um, but no, so Caleb ended up having a better night. Rylan got back on as a professional would, got back on, grounded out. Um, the funniest thing was I'm like, dude, sorry we cost you money tonight. I mean, I laugh because Caleb made money. Rylan supposedly said he made he money. Came out twenty five yeah. bucks ahead. And I'm like, so. well, guess what? Your partners, we all spent money. But we had a good time. Yeah. Like it's okay. <laughs> it's it's okay. But uh um so the pros were done. Racing was good racing through the classes was actually good. There yeah. was some good racing throughout the classes. Um, I'm still learning, so I don't know names and numbers and different things. But but watching, and it's one of those things, just go there and watch. Just walk through the pits, go catch a couple motos, go watch, go grab some snacks from the concession stand. Just enjoy the environment of families hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to get to the most important part of the night, the costume contest and the pumpkin race. The As Randy says, the dumbest thing you can do on a motorcycle but boy is it fun
1: and they've been doing it for 40 some years a long time it i spend a long time preparing for all of this stuff so yes. um
0: costume contest first you because... are
1: speaking to the 2023 reigning champion of the costume contest yes. so yeah no that was a blast we went out we got uh the best or- original original yeah original yeah. costume
0: yep because you couldn't be scary. And actually, I didn't see that many scary costumes, but, like, I, I there was a couple that, there was one girl that had, like, on one of those weird, like, burlap mask things, yeah. and that, that's kind of freaked me out. And... That's
1: a My creative mind, like, it, I love building the costumes, and we get so many people pull us over and take pictures, and, you know, the kids love it, and um, they just get recognized in a different kind of way, and it's, it's fun. Um, you know, all contests aside, it's just, it's fun to put them out there in something different, and um, a couple of people are like, wow, where'd you buy that? And Brianna's like, we uh, we built that.
0: I was a little nervous because the zoo, the zoo? Yeah. With the wagon and the and the thing, I was like, they've got a little battle here. I There's think they got... Little... Um, there was a battle, because that was a good one. They got the overall costume. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that was actually pretty damn yeah, cool.
1: We still got a first in the uh the original costume. Yeah. So technically there's three winners, yeah. three first place winners. And but, they're very um, different. And they're
0: very, very yeah,
1: different. Yeah, so we come in with a plaque and a fly gear bag and you know some medals and we got we got our picture with Hunter Hunter and Jet and um yeah, there's
0: there's three different categories that you can win it. But um And there was, and it's funny because there was one kid and I'm walking through and it's on the video and I I'm sorry, I'm not making fun of you kind of making funny but he was dressed as a motocross guy and i'm like um i don't think that counts yeah we're <laughs> like, already dressed like that you can't dress as the yeah. what you are but but he was there and and i got a video of the whole i missed a couple because they came out late but i pretty much got everybody that's in the contest it's on my facebook page um and derek i think i sent those too so you can throw them yeah, up we'll if you be, want yeah we'll and, be getting everything yeah we'll, we'll throw here. everything out but but the costume contest is always a hit. I appreciate that they actually take the time to do it. I appreciate the parents that allow their kids to do it, and it's just fun. Like it's just fun. Yeah. And then the serious part of the fun started, and I also got a video of the of the aftermath of what the pumpkin race looks like when it's done. Oh yeah. Um, but let's go to the pumpkin races. Three classes. Mm-hmm. We have peewees. We have like sixty fives and eighty fives, and then the big bikes, and then the full-on stupidity. Yeah, because really, there's on the peewees, the cutest moment of the night on the peewees was the little kids heading up the the thing, the the tabletop in the back. They drop their pumpkin. The little kid is running up the hill to go get the pumpkin, not realizing the pumpkin had rolled down the hill. <laughs> He gets to the top. The lady at the flag stand says, hey, your pumpkin's down there. So he turns around. Full boots, full gear, running Mm -hmm. down. And these guys don't fit with a – and they have small pumpkins. But they don't fit on a bike. They're not built for two people. No. Much less a pumpkin. And watching them traverse two laps, it's the cutest thing in the world. But I got a video of that too of me running to watch them go get the pumpkins. Yeah. Um, That's what I was uh, thanking Randy for, is they pretty much, like, people moved out of the way. I was able to shoot the video. And so I got the start of the little kids, the start of the medium kids, and I did the whole race of the stupid boys. The idiots. Idiots. Might have been in that. And, uh, by the way, our guy Rylan, I know you guys didn't win, but he won because... (laughs) He won the brawl contest. Should should we talk about the, the adults? So the adults the little kids, there's always it's the pumpkins that fit yeah. for the adults. They figure out how many people are there. There is a pumpkin that is about twice the size of every other pumpkin. And it is the last pumpkin mm-hmm. because if you're slow or aren't good at getting a pumpkin, you're getting this giant pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Well, Rylan and his competitive juices were flowing. He got a pumpkin And he and a guy literally started wrestling on the ground (laughs) for the pumpkin. And Rylan was like a guy that in the NFL when there's a fumble and just gets up. That pumpkin, I'm surprised it survived because he was not letting go of that pumpkin. So the reason you guys were so late is because he fought he fought for for that pumpkin. pumpkin. So you were late. And I kinda wonder like would it have been better just to go grab the big pumpkin and like move on with life? But no, he they had a full on wrestling match for that pumpkin. Mm Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the actual shenanigans because Wilfredo and Caleb, idiot savant winners. yeah. They were doubling stuff. Oh, yeah. Doubling stuff. With a pumpkin between them. With a pumpkin between them. I talked to good riders yesterday at the Air Scramble, and they're like, there ain't no way in hell. No. <laughs> there ain't no way in hell. And I'm like, no, they were straight up doubling. They oh, were yeah. flying. We, Rylan
1: and I hit a couple and i'm like stop it like <laughs> enough i ain't scared but this shit hurts you know <laughs> you can hit everything with me on the back i don't care but this hurts yeah you know it you don't understand how much energy it takes to hold that pumpkin between you until yeah. you do it we were at one point and i could feel Cowie's back fender comes to a point and i could feel it in my ass crack the point And I'm like, Rylan, don't hit that rock. I'm like, oh, God. And I'm squeezing onto him, and I feel him coming back. I'm hanging off the bike. We got ourselves resituated. I literally just held on with my legs. My legs are still
0: burning today. He said he did a 100-mile bike ride the week I went up and saw him two weeks ago. He did a 100-mile bike ride. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he's like, my legs burn more from trying to hold on on the back than they did in any part of that 100-mile bike ride. Yeah, And it's just – and seeing everybody's faces, because truly there's going to be the one guy that they get a good start, they get going, they're fast, and they move yeah. on. But it's just the, can we do this? Mm-hmm. And pumpkins are falling off, and the video, the picture I got was at the end, on the tabletop, there are pumpkin seeds everywhere from the – basically they sacrificed it all. Yeah. That pumpkin gave all, and it, <laughs> it, there's just seeds left. Yep. And uh, But what a fun, fun night, and those that was, <laughs> I mean, Randy and I have, Randy, myself, and about four other people, we have determined, as Randy has said, this is the dumbest thing you can do, and we have equated it to, if you understand motorcycles, you've heard of the Isle of Man TT. Mm-hmm. It's the dumbest thing that you can do on a motorcycle, but the exhilaration that those guys get from the Isle of Man TT. This is the Dade city version with two people on a bike with a pumpkin. Yeah. It is the Isle of Man TT on dirt bikes. Yeah. It's, it's and I, it's dumb. I can tell you those
1: pumpkins don't fit between you. Like we're not talking little No, no, the little foreign. The adult pumpkins, pumpkins like, are big. I'm squeezing Rylan the whole way around and I'm still sitting on the back fender.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's, I don't know how I've never done it. I've been there since the nineties to watch it and it's been going on for a long time. It, it doesn't, it doesn't equate. And the fact that it still gets to go Mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, I was really appreciative to hear that Randy has a good relationship with his insurance company for the ride day thing. Yeah. And I think that is like, hey, we do these events. They're fun. People know what they're signing up for. Yeah. I mean, little kids literally were falling over while they're carrying the pumpkin because, like, the pumpkin falls off and they fall off, they get back up. Oh, the
1: one one poor kid got stuck in the back of the bike and he's still... (laughs) They It took, like, three guys to pull him out of the back wheel, yeah. and he still grabbed the pumpkin and jumped back on, yeah. and they finished the race. Like, they know what they're doing, and, you know, we
0: all know what we were doing. It sucked. Yeah. Um, it's rough, but... And those bikes are meant for one person. I mean, yeah. I rode with Caleb back. I asked, hey, can I catch a ride? Back, and he's like, yeah, sure. So I hopped on and rode back, and he stalled, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just walk from here. Because <laughs> it's not... I'm not used to riding on the back yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I'm good. We're good. Like, thank you for the ride. I'll <laughs> walk us of the way. And he's like, I'll get you back. I'm like, Nope, Nope. I'm, I'm good. So I can't imagine holding a pumpkin.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but no, what a great night and fun. And thank you. Dade city motocross. Thank you, Randy. And, and thank you to all the participants between the costume contest and the pumpkin race. And then, we jump back into all of a sudden we need moto one on the line moto one on the line and it's like yeah and
1: that was that was one of our big issues because we're jumping right off of that and moto one is my boy so um it's an exhausting night for me but it's every ounce of tiredness and sleep deprivation and everything else that comes with it's all worth it because it's it's a blast
0: any more comments on saturday night
1: no, um, like, like I said, congratulations to Easton Letourneau on winning the full custom helmet with 53 graphics and us, and then um, I do not have the rider's name in Moto22 that I can remember off the top of my head, but uh, congratulations to him as well. Um, it was it was fun to give that stuff away, yeah. you know, we gave candy away, and um, it was just a, an all-around
0: fun night. Awesome. Well, let's dive in real quick to the Triple Crown. It's kind of the sub-series. Um, it, it directly I mean we're just being truthful it directly competes with Gold Cup and uh but they are kind of a sub series of their I four MX series mm-hmm. during the season and um it was at Dade City on Sunday. How was how was it waking up on Sunday morning after all the fun on Saturday to go race?
1: It sucked. I woke up I went to bed at like one, one thirty, got back up at seven, got signed up, did the whole nine yards. They had a church service for Robert Noah there. Um, there was an awesome painting done of him on a bike riding. Oh, that's cool. Up in heaven with angel wings and stuff. It was pretty cool. So uh, his girlfriend was there with the artist. Um, that was awesome. But I let the kids sleep as long as we possibly could. And then, yeah, we fired racing back up at like 9 o'clock. And these um, boys were, they must have got good sleep because, holy crap, you know, they were riding. Yeah. So
0: explain the triple is it triple crown triple threat what's it? triple called? crown triple so crown. it's the i4
1: triple crowns series it's three moto format just okay. like the triple crowns and supercross um each moto counts just as much as the last one so um it's just a typical point system um but yeah it's a three moto format we ran three laps on the first two motos then four laps on the third moto and um yeah like i said Typical, typical triple crown format it was fun uh, our boys went out and absolutely were on rails bowing one moto one by a huge margin which was awesome to see he gave the big old fist bump going over the finish line which that that made me so happy because he hasn't act he's never done anything like that i got the video of that will i'll put it up with our edit um he went down in moto two and he ended up seventh so a huge huge gap and then he came back in moto three went down again and still fought back to third so we came home with a third overall um oakley he only had he had three boys in his class they ran with the the mini 50s too so there was quite a few kids in the class he actually almost pulled a whole shot on the e-bike with all the other 50s but he he got a 3-2-2 came home second overall um First, third race technically yeah. second racing weekend um it was a huge confidence boost and he gave the i don't know how many fist bumps he gave just i i asked him on the first like he gave a first a fist bump going over on the first moto and i'm like what was that for just out of curiosity he's like i just felt good i'm like good you know <laughs> dig it so uh, he did it every time and um Coming into Moto Three, he knew he had to finish second if he wanted to get his second place trophy. He wanted a trophy so bad, and he he fought for it. And um, you could tell for the first time he he wanted it. And it was awesome to see that. Um, so they both came home with some hardware. Bowen won a, tr- uh, a tire as well, oh, sweet. which is fantastic. I couldn't ask for. I Give me tires every weekend instead of trophies, and you will make my day. That's but. Awesome. Um, yeah, Caleb rode phenomenal. Um, he's taking that outside on the start that we were talking
0: about earlier. So did he just run the four fifty? The one twenty five. Oh, he ran the one twenty five. Yeah, and oh, just wow. went
1: out screaming that thing with everybody, and um, he won. He it was he missed his first set of motos because um, they started early, oh. so he missed both first set of motos. I think he still ended up finishing second overall, but he won the classes uh, or the motos um, throughout the day. But yeah, that, that boy was just on rails. It was must have been something something about the all the the tension from the night before. There's yeah. the the excitedness. Um everybody
0: rode phenomenal. Very good. So Dade City was popping this weekend. Um I did not stay for Sunday and um I actually went to Bartow to watch a little F T R action Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. My one of my buddies, Jason Crowley, running the vet A class and um I wanted to get there because Jack Chambers, who's been running MXGP, represented Puerto Rico, and motocross the nations, is home. You know, nothing like being an MXGP rider living in Auburndale. Yeah. And uh, it's actually also his parents, That's the club that they represent. Um, they they hosted the race this weekend. And let me tell you, Jack had on his, I don't know, is it shot? What well, I, I don't know what gear they wear, but the European gear. hmm the MXGP bike I'm obviously set up for off road the dude came around the finish line and it sounded like Jet Lawrence riding a 450 uh, <laughs> low low rpms rolling yeah the second place guy came through a minute later what like yeah. huh i wonder if the Europe in Europe has changed the way you ride a bike. Yeah. He was flying. Now let's not get this twisted. Jack was an FTR guy when he was a kid. Jumped into motocross, supercross. Went over to MXGP. Comes home after a year in Europe and is just rolling. There was a section at the end. They came over like it came out of a sand section, through a cattle gate. Yes, we're off road now. Came through a cattle gate, came over a little roller, and then this towards the finish is just chopped up bad. I mean, guys were bouncing off stuff, and he wheeled, dup, 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 set it mm-hmm. down, and he was smoking like just flying it, but never, never, just killing the bike. Yeah, and it was like, there are different ways to ride these things. Justin Starling, who had. Finished in fourteenth, tenth, something at the GNCC Ironman last race. Decided, hey, I'm going to come run the FTR race. <laughs> Got his numbers. He was number sixty six. He's looking for off road tank. He's he finished seventh, I think. And guess what? He admitted my suspension is not set up for this. It yeah. is not good. Um, I want to give a shout out to Kyle McAfee. Kyle McAfee is maybe. Potentially going to be the next president in FTR. He was running fast enough in Vet A to be in the top 10 overall this weekend. He was flying, flying. At one point, he was eighth overall. Hmm. I don't know his final finish, but, man, the track was 14.5 miles. It's an old mine property, so it's concrete, basically. Like, the ground is rock hard. Square edge, very California-esque square edge bumps. And the sand was full of whoops. So I asked my buddy, hey, man, how was it? I heard there was a few wood sections. He's like, yeah, they were concrete, too. Yeah. So the top guys who did five laps, it's a full two-hour race. And I just find this amazing. 14.5 miles, five laps, 72.5 miles in just over two hours. Yeah. They were flying. They were flying. It's a lot of miles. A lot of dust. It was very dusty. Very. very I mean, we're dry right now. Very, very dusty. Um, but a great, I mean, great track. People people seem to enjoy themselves. Great crowds. I mean, there were some of the C classes in the afternoon race. There were guys coming through 38th, 40th in their class. And I'm like, damn, we need, need to change the point structure and get some of these guys to be? Or, ooh, we got some... Uh, the Motorcycle off-road world is still booming. And yeah. after being at Dade City on Saturday... And going there on Sunday, it's like the motocross, the off-road motorcycle world, we're doing okay. Times are tough right now, but the off-road world is still going. Yeah. Um, so it was fun. It was. Um, and my nephew, who I also do a podcast with, and he races quads, he was invited to go do a buddy race up at the Mideast, the last Mideast of the year, up in Hickory, North Carolina, and they raced at an airport. Hmm. So basically they raced the perimeter of the airport. And um, they finished fifth in class. I don't know what class they were on, but they were on a 250 hybrid. So, basically, a 250 four-stroke shoved in a 450 chassis, and that's what they rode, and they switched back and forth, and they finished fifth. But I heard they had an absolute just blast. Leaves were changing. The weather was crisp, and we didn't have that down here this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was it was actually hot. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Um, But, no, great weekend of motorcycle racing, off-road racing, quad racing, and if I – if I failed to do this, I've, I would feel bad. My niece's boyfriend has started racing quads because he's watched MJ race him for years. And he finished eighth in the seat open class of the quad race on Saturday. Um, after an 14th place start, there were 18 guys in his class and that's his second race. And he finished eighth. And he told me, he's like, Trey, that was rough. I'm like, <laughs> you're going to learn, buddy. You're yeah, going to learn. Takes time, <laughs> But, uh, Great weekend of racing. The only thing I wanted to touch on is because motocross racing, and we can dive into anything else, but I wanted to touch on is you watch this. I went to a cross-country meet this weekend running, mm-hmm. and the crowd there was astonishing as well. And I watched the dynamic of the parents. And kids get pissed off at their parents. Parents get pissed off at their kids. I'm... A 51-year-old man who has a 75-year-old father who has Alzheimer's. And my dad wasn't perfect, but he was my BMX coach, my tennis coach, life coach. And we don't talk about anything now because we can't. And kids, kids with your dads, you're going to get pissed off at them. And you might get mad, and they might do some stupid shit that makes you mad heal that relationship yeah. because they love you they are who they are you don't get to choose your parents but they are who they are and just they just want a relationship and they are proud of you and I'm just going to leave it at that but I thought that was watching the dynamic this weekend of parents and kids with their parents and It's something that's been on my mind for a while, and part of it got brought up to me this weekend. And you know what? You're probably wrong, and they're probably wrong. Yeah. And get in a room, talk it over, figure it out, and at least have a relationship. Because you will regret it when you can't have those conversations anymore. Like, I can't talk to my dad about stuff now. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a great man. He's still viable, but that man that I grew up with isn't there anymore. Nope. And uh but no, great weekend. I don't want to bring it down or I just wanted to bring that up because dude, I watch these kids with their parents and the dads. Cross country, they will give motocross kids a big there was a guy yelling at his kid, Four more people. You can get four more people. These kids are running. Running. <laughs> And they're yelling at him to pass four more people two hundred meters from the finish line, and it's like, I feel like your kid's about to pass out. Yeah. And they you can get four more. It doesn't matter the sport. It doesn't matter. Be pissed off at your mom and dad. Become your own person, and regrow that relationship. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. How's that?
1: That works.
0: And I didn't say anything. Yeah, that works. So, but no, what a great weekend. What we got.
1: That's it. I mean, it was a, it was a blast. It was fun giving away stuff. It was fun being there. Fun having Ryland, Caleb all together. We're at it again next weekend at date again for the. We got two more races left. So. so that's called the
0: penultimate round.
1: Yeah, because we're, it's we're the second to last. Double points. Ooh. Um, Ooh. We're ready to rock and
0: roll and bring this championship in for the the year. And so, are we going to? continue or are we going to take a break we'll figure it out we got we got
1: lots of content to put up okay
0: all right um Um, for something fun and i don't know if derek's going to get to go because he actually works um most people say i'm semi-retired so um rylan is going through some testing friday mm -hmm. and has invited us to participate and if the person that is doing the testing will allow, we're going to shoot video content of that test, and that will be some content. And yeah. I know I'm going to be there. I've already gotten permission from the boss, so I'm going to be there. It just means another damn early morning. Yep. Bless America. Can we get these people closer <laughs> to us? So I don't think it get so damn yeah, early. We're right in the center of them all. It's a <laughs> long drive for everything. But, <sighs> but uh, we will. I will turn that over to Derek. Once it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, if Derek doesn't get to go. But uh, it'll be fun. I don't want to say what it is because it's his, it's Rylan's stuff. Yeah. But uh, once you see it, it's not a big deal. It's not private. It's just, I don't want to say what it is until it actually comes out. Um, I'm still trying to learn all this stuff. Like what you can say, and can't <laughs> say. And for me, I would just put everything out there. But no, having Rylan visit us was awesome. The kid is such a, just a good kid. He's just a good kid mm-hmm. just a good kid Caleb is growing on me um we had some really nice conversations this weekend I enjoy I enjoy not being a part of his program but being a friend yeah and um um I hope he has a decent future I hope he can perform well on the stuff he needs to perform well in and uh just hanging out with the Shafers it's always fun um I'm a little disappointed. I was offered no food this weekend. We didn't cook any food this weekend. What? You believe that? I cannot believe it. Yeah. We this is a
1: cooking family. We didn't cook an ounce of food because of how busy we were. Okay. Like,
0: I don't think I've ever felt that busy. But it was, it was oh, yeah, it was a busy it was a busy night. It was it wild. Truly, yeah, like, there was there was stuff going on nonstop. Yeah. Um but no, it was a great weekend. I'm glad I got to be a part of it. Uh I'm glad that Beyond the Curve of the MX podcast got to be a part of it. Um, I think we did some good this weekend. Whether anybody notices, that's not the point of doing the good. To do the good is just to do the the good. And um, it is funny because I walk around, and I think people think they know who I am, but they don't know why they know who I am. And I'm the guy that I don't wear logos. I don't wear who I am. I just wear stuff I like. And so I think they see me and they're like, if I had a shirt on, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. But they see me and they're like, one guy came up and he goes, I know you from somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you don't. He goes, yeah, I've seen you somewhere. Okay. I I don't want to tell you why you know me, but just keep realizing you know me. Like, that's, I'm more private. Derek is way better at getting us out there. I just like to go do stuff. I just like to go do stuff and. You may never see me in a logo, but if you see me, come talk to me because I would love to talk to you. Yeah. I love talking to you. I'm never going to come to you and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm rude. I'm super shy. Yeah. I'm super gonna, shy. I'm going to talk to everyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. And you'll say, he'll send them to me, but just, I'm, I'm, I'm just a quiet, I could go to, I could have gone to Dade City this weekend and sat in those bleachers and never talked to anybody mm-hmm. and had an absolute blast. Yeah. But- when you get me out of my shell, you get me running down a hill chasing pumpkins. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was great. And uh, good luck to to Bowen and Oakley this weekend um, for the penultimate round of the Dade City Series. And uh, honestly, for me, I don't think I have anything going on. I, I think I'm. I think I'm out for a bit. I've got a, some projects at the house, but and you have a project attached to my truck right now. Okay. so uh knew it was coming he knew it was coming but hey we gotta get ready for supercross that's right but uh for derek schaefer with dbs custom fabrication and handyman services i am trey heath with michelle and Trey real estate we are the beyond the curve the mx podcast this was episode 34 and we had a blast happy halloween we'll see you next week Mm -hmm. bye-bye